Hey, listen up, idiots. This is your spoiler warning. Also, you might get offended. So warning for that, too, you idiots. I didn't even need five. Did not. Hey, man, let's totally restart this not forced conversation we were having off mic and pretend like we're just coming back into it completely casual. Sure. Which we could have done had you not I know. given us this I intro. Know. But then they won't know. And I... You need them to know. I do. Okay. I really do. I get it. I'm okay with that. I always like a peek behind the curtain. So I always like to give a peek. Behind hmm. the curtain. That's fair. I always liked... Uh, yeah. You remember Movie Magic? Did you watch that show? It was on Discovery in like the mid-90s. Yes! The year we are talking about. Dude, I... Not this movie. I, I want to specify. We are not no. talking about the movie mid-90s. Or Movie Magic from the mid-90s. We're going to be talking about the mid-90s. And as a mid eighties, the mid eighties culture. You 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 claimed it was a blind spot for you. It is be- music in, in between... reference to fish, right? Yeah, is how it started. Because about you're fish. going to see the real big fish concert tomorrow. Yes, today as this releases, uh-huh. today you will be seeing real big. Fish. I should be on the road by the time people are listening to this. But yes, and you're pumped see. because they yeah. are not the shitty jam band that I thought they were, yes, which is fish. <laughs> yes, which was started all of this. I forget what else we were talking about. Oh, Boys to Men. You yeah, brought up Boys just, to Men. Yeah. Uh, from, I would say, the late 80s to maybe the mid-90s, there's just a blind spot in my music knowledge and kind of like, I would, I'll go even further, in my music appreciation. It's just an era that I don't get and I have Here, a hard time getting into it. Here's the thing. I think even s- you, you appreciate a lot of music from this era, but you don't know it. Like what? Green Day's Dookie is from this era. I was not as big of a fan as Dookie as I was like Nimrod or the stuff that came later. But you've listened to it and you yeah. like Basket Case. Basket Case is great. You like Long Eyed View or uh, nah, it's not. I sit around watching. Yeah, t- what is it's that? Not long long view. view. It's just Long View. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're deep into drinks here, people. We not are. even that deep, but it's no. hit me today, and I don't know why. Honestly, I haven't had it's much. It's been a to while eat. since I've. Uh, drank probably since we did the drunk cast so i am easy i'm i'm a i'm an easy date right now <laughs> um all right so dookie is fine Dookie's there's also good. uh metallica's black album was this time which while which one's the all right what that are has some the enter sandman ah see that did not yeah i mean that's the that's the big metallica hit that's the song that literally everybody knows that fucking song yes Yes, That's, they do. Because wasn't that in a on a movie soundtrack? It's been like almost in everything, man. <laughs> it, no, I mean like originally, wasn't that? No, on it one was of the just Mission on Impossible the movies. I don't think so. No, they did a song for Mission Impossible, but it wasn't that one. It was uh-uh. a different one. They wrote like okay. a, an original song for the soundtrack. Gotcha. Okay. Um. Yeah, I know. Inter Sandman, and it's fine. Here's the, I. I was never a Metallica fan. Um. The one song I would say I think is their best is one. I love mm-hmm. one. I mean, not n- nobody will disagree with you. That's generally everybody's favorite. But everything else has been like kind of fine, fine. Like fuel. Ah, give me fuel. Give me fire. Give Here's me the thing. Uh, most like, people will hate me. Stuff. Brooks will also hate me for this. But uh, uh, fuel is my favorite Metallica song. Is I fuck. <laughs> I love that song, man. It's, that is your. That's your yeah. top. I mean, it, it might. <laughs> just be, it is a punchy, catchy, awesome sort of 
flashy metal song. It's I'm not saying it's Metallica's best song because it's not. This makes a lot of sense. This makes perfect sense because this is how I would describe Andrew WK. Oh, I love and Andrew WK. Because it's just immediately like, we're going to start at fucking 10. Yeah. We're not going to have any ramp ups. There's not going to be slowdowns. We're just going to be fucking parting hard. And yes. that's, that is it. Yeah. So I can see why you would like Fuel. Because that is the Metallica version of that. Yeah. I get it. And it kicks I ass. I get it. Yeah. Uh, speaking, I'm going to see Real Big Fish with Casey. Yes. I went with Casey to see Metallica on his birthday like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. It was the first time I'd ever seen him. And I am, by most definitions... A pretty casual Metallica fan. As a metal fan, generally, I mm. love Metallica and everything that they did. Yes. Like, yeah. they, they, and they are, it's crazy to me, like, Metallica is, some people might disagree with me, but I, do they are easily on the level of, like, the Beatles and their cultural, like, impact in this world. I don't think they're on the Beatles level. I, I think, think they they're are, a little lesser. They're like the monkeys. No, 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 no. Metallica will be one of those bands that is remembered for, like, so fucking long because, I, because while they Lars wa- Ulrich and Napster and no, like no, that no, kind no. of stuff more than honestly because not even that that doesn't get brought up a lot anymore. They've oh really they've, yeah they've generally moved past that and so mm. has everybody else. What did they they weren't the first, but they were the first. Ryan like Metallica was the first one that like did things and like people like noticed and then sure they went they they're like fucking such a okay. monumental. It's like Kiss yeah. It's like this. They are so beyond what those four dudes are. Like, it is this empire. I would say Kiss is probably the better analogy. Because when all, you say Beatles, there. Beatles is something that grabbed the entire fucking world. Yeah. I don't think Metallica grabbed the entire world. I don't know, man. Look at that f- concert footage from, like, 1991 when they're playing just, to, like, a million people. Man, I know there are a lot of fans. But I'm just saying, like, metal fans is a much, much smaller sure. demographic than, yes. like, pop Fans. But that's that's what the Black Album did, and that is when the thing shifted, and a lot of people that were yeah. hardcore Metallica fans hated them, but that's because when they, they went, fucking like, more mainstream. exploded. Mm-hmm. That's when they were at... Dude, there was not a bigger band ever than Metallica in, like, 91, 92, like... This is... This is true because I was not really into metal at the time. I knew Metallica. I heard Inter Sandman. I heard this stuff. Um, man, I... I yeah... There's also yeah okay That's Nirvana cool. is this era. Nirvana I have now gotten into, but mm-hmm. I did not listen to them when they were out. Did not care about it, and I, I think I maybe them. would not have gotten into them if it wasn't for Dave Grohl's drumming. Like that was like my lead. So into you got it. into them through Dave Grohl? Yeah, through Foo Fighters. Because yeah. when I I I was in the Nirvana, like I was I was way too. I'm, I'm going to say this dumbly. I was way too advanced. Or I wasn't... I should not have been listening to Nirvana at the point in my life that I was. Their themes and concepts were probably going over your head. I had no idea what was happening. Yeah, it. I was fucking super mm. grooved in. Yeah. But I had no idea what the fuck was happening. Mm-hmm. I couldn't understand any part of it. Oh, yeah. And I... When I got into it, I was in like sixth grade. Yeah. And uh, in utero, had that had just come out. So this was heart-shaped box time. I didn't even know about Nevermind. And man. But I mean that that shit's back there. That's one I'll give you. And I I, I like what you said, because I, I feel like Foo Fighters is like the nice, easy warm up band. Like that shit you can understand as like a ten or twelve or thirteen year old. It's very basic, easy stuff. Nirvana deals with like the hard shit in life that you don't get to until like your mid twenties when yeah. you're on your own and having to like 
and super strung out on heroin. But I honestly, I mean, heroin and drugs bring out kind of like the the raw emotion in people, and that raw emotion can be really relatable. But is a kid gonna relate to that? No, fuck no, no. I think a kid can relate to Dave Grohl and Foo Fighters just jamming. So I think the I'm just gonna list like a lot of things that I listen to. Uh, in yeah. like the night, so also, I'll just do like one word response. Real I quick. was really, really into Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style. This was actually back when he was mm. Snoop Doggy Dog. I never really got into Snoop. Uh, that was the one CD I've had to hide from my mom because yeah, the, oh, the cover was very, very provocative. It was nice. Snoop Dogg drawn in cartoon style, but as a dog, and then there was a cartoon slutty poodle in like a thong. Oh. That was slutting it up through like this little comic panel all throughout. And uh Yeah. The nineties. What a time. That was sold. And I as a child had access to it. <laughs> Not great parenting. <laughs> Alright. But I turned out okay, right, people? <laughs> Validate him. Come Please. on. <laughs> I'm holding my arms out like I'm a Caesar in Rome at the games too. I'm a good person, right? Audience? No. Ryan, my co emperor, gives me (laughs) thumbs down. Co emperor. I like that. That's our new titles. We're not hosts. We're co emperors. -emperors. That's what this is. I love it. I love it. Okay. Snoop Dogg, definitely one I can appreciate. Impact of music and everything. Still never really got into his music. And I couldn't tell you, like, a name to any of his songs. I will tell you this if you go to a Snoop Dogg concert, you will completely. Get into everything that he's saying. You will do everything he tells you to do, and you will know fifty percent of the songs that he's he's playing. You're all right. So you're saying I you think I already know fifty percent? Oh yeah, I got the ding ding dong ding 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 dong. I know that ringing. one. That's actually Dr. Dre. So it's, I don't know Snoop Dogg. No, but you do. What? H to the Izzo. That's all Jay Z. I don't know Snoop Dogg, man. Not you do, but you you don't. There's gin and juice. Okay, I know sipping on gin and juice. Ain't no, oh man, there's just ain't so nothing much. but a G thing. I know of the title, but Murder. I don't think I've heard. Drop that song. it like it's hot. Oh, that song's dumb. Yeah, but it's catchy. It was huge. And you I, you know what else was catchy? The Yin Yang Twins. Oh yeah. Here's the but thing. They're not good art. <laughs> Here's the thing, and this is something that the Yin Yang Twins could never do. And I saw Snoop Dogg do. Effortlessly. Speak louder than a whisper? No. <laughs> I went to... There was a... There was this joint tour thing that used to go on for a while. That was full of new metal bands. It's called... Uh, fuck, it wasn't Family Values. I thought it was Family... Although Snoop Dogg did do Family Values, too. Along with Ice Cube. That was Korn's thing. Yeah, um, it was like... It was more alt-rock and metal stuff for Family Values. I didn't remember. But I went to some show that was... It was fucking... Corn, Linkin Park, The Used, uh, Less Than Jake. So far, it sounds like that. <laughs> and then, like, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was right in the huh. middle. Snoop Dogg played at the fucking place. We went to see the Foo Fighters. Uh-huh. That place was as packed as it was for the Foo Fighters. Full of white people. Huh. Every single fucking person in that place followed Snoop Dogg's every command. He blew every other fucking band out of the water that night. He didn't huh. get... Nobody else got the response that Snoop Dogg did. Weird. He has this fucking weird presence and control over a crowd and just people. And it, it's weird. Like, there's nobody cooler than Snoop Dogg. 
And he, he fucking is. He pops up in the trailer park boys at one point. And me not really being even the biggest Snoop fan, I was like, I could see him act more. I would like to see him Dude, in more stuff. He's, Snoop Dogg like, is like good friends and hangs out and has been on her show multiple times with Martha Stewart. That's it, yeah, huh? They're like, they hang out. It's yeah. insane. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. He, 90s era music, good shit. You got fucking... All right, so you You got the presidents bands. of the United States. Ugh, no. This is I'll, huge shit to me. No. Nah, Just I'll, let me listen. You got Polaris. Huge shit to me. I don't know what Polaris is. You would know is. Polaris because they also... One of their songs was used as the theme song to Pete and Pete. They're just uh, an indie alternative rock band. Okay. I, yeah. Uh, you had Smashing Pumpkins, man. Smashing Pumpkins' greatest album of all time was released at this point. Is it Siva? No, it was... Uh, or not Siva. Uh, I can think of the fucking cover with the ocean and the Statue of Liberty falling in it. Yeah. Uh, it's the double album. Why can't I think of it either? It's terrible. I can see the fucking album cover. Yeah. If only we had technology. Simon is yelling at us so hard right now. Is he a big Smashing Pumpkins fan? Oh, yeah, of course. Simon is from this era of music. This is his era. Between this and Nirvana, you've got me, because I completely forgot about the Smashing Pumpkins, and I love the Smashing Pumpkins. You've also got Beastie Boys. Grew to Don't real big like pumps. the Beastie oh, Boys. You are not listening the to the The only right song Beastie I Boys. liked by them was Intergalactic Planetary. Yeah, that's And that's great because song. of that music video. And then there's also other tons of great songs. Beck got his start during this you know what beck yeah, but wrote this wasn't the beck i love during this time i but liked beck with two turntables and microphone that like the the, the poppy 96 ford that's you like poppy beck well i know if i had to pick it'd be guero and the information i okay. think are great like that that indie well, this was mellow is... gold time i never listened I to that, that album oh, you need to that's uh, good beck dude i've never listened to it beck did the soundtrack to scott pilgrim i know and it's great Beck's awesome. He is. You should listen to Mellow Gold, man. I don't have an issue with Jeff Beck. I just have never listened to his early stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should. I'm telling you. Because this is what I was raised in- on. What is, is, what- is Odalay with the, the dog on the cover? Mm-hmm. That weird sheep dog? Yeah. Really turned me off. Dude, was Mellow Gold. not into it. Mellow so Gold I is... didn't venture It's also, like, I love Beck when he gets experimental. And that's what a sure. lot of early Beck stuff is, too. Sure. Mellow Gold's super experimental. But that's got a loser. That's the number one Beck hit everybody knows. Yeah, but... Coming back to Beck. I bet you nothing else sounds like Loser on the album. <laughs> yeah, there's some stuff. Is there? Okay. Yeah. All right, you've intrigued me. I'll go back to Mellow Gold. Uh, fuck. Uh, in fact, I will listen to it on the way home tonight. All right. Through okay. Spotify. There we go. Thank you, Spotify, for sponsoring this episode of Experience Growing Podcast. Uh, man, you get so swarmy the longer you go in your pitch voice. <laughs> it just ramps. I want to make really... I want to make it clear we are not sponsored... And we are not sellouts. I but would, we would love to be. <laughs> I would love to sell out instantly. And I will do it. Yeah. I really. Mean, you don't even yeah. have to converse me. Like Andre. Fucking we we yeah. boasted Andre for how long and they just gave us some free free shit. <laughs> uh I mean I I would I would sponsor like shoelaces. I don't care, man. Oh yeah. I am a corporate whore. Yeah. But I'm going to want to do. It's fucking... Well, I mean, here's the thing. You got to have no soul. It's a fucking commercial. Yeah. Right? And, like, you just... You get your entertainment with commercials. And, like, usually the podcast things are, like, a minute. Fuck off. Like, if you can't listen to somebody fucking talking about Squarespace or fucking whatever. My only issue with them is the fact that it generally is the same company. Everything is audible.com or Squarespace. Or stamps.com. What's the, the Mac Weldon? Yeah. 
Uh-huh. And uh, ZipRecruiter. Yeah. It's, oh, ZipRecruiter is a new one where yeah. I'm like, this is never going to mean anything to me. Please don't do this anymore. It, but Go back just, to uh, Mac Weldon. Just tell me underwear. That's fine. All the shows, they all have. The, <laughs> and that's the only thing. Like, I just get tired of yeah. because the repetition. Fucking repetition, man. I heard yeah. it. It's the Hulu commercial. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. All right. So name some more. Any any other mid late 80s to mid 90s music that Missy Elliott, Busta Rhymes. Oh, yeah, man. We didn't even Are touch you on... into them? I don't oh, yeah. Know. I love Missy Elliott. I've loved Missy Elliott since back then. And Busta. Missy Elliott, I've never you really also been had... into. Busta, I loved his videos. This was TLC yeah, Waterfall stuff. era. Yes. I'm pretty yeah. sure. It was just around this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a little later, but still mid-90s. Um, I can tell you TLC did No Scrubs and Waterfall, and that is it. And I, I had that record. about them. It was a good record. Was it? This was Alanis Morissette's Jagged Pill, Jagged Little Pill. Is that with Ironic on it? That was Ironic. That was uh, the other one with uh, Hand in My Pocket. Ought to Know. You Ought to Know. You Ought to Know was also that record. Uh-huh. It, was a, it was a big record for her. That's what rocketed her up to stardom um i'm okay with that one too love that record oh. i like those hits i don't i don't know the Man. the deep cuts on it but um, i like the hits but you know again we're different age groups here but man michael jackson was huge when i was a kid two three years it shouldn't be that yeah much. but was michael jackson huge in your era because i grew up like i grew up at like again like grade five mm. grade six black and white was out like yes. that was huge yeah fucking huge loved it free willy and he did that song on the Free Willy soundtrack, too. Which is a garbage song. Yeah. But that was like huge. one of his Everywhere. worst songs. Uh, Vanilla yeah. Ice. I, as a kid, unironically, listened to Vanilla Ice. Never. Vanilla Ice Never, did the ever. fucking ninja rap for TMNT2. Dog, you know I fucking pumped that cassette tape in my I mom's escort. I was more into TMNT than fucking any little kid. Like, I had that big deluxe sewer set. Like, all I had were Ninja Turtles stuff. I love Ninja Turtles. I, I couldn't have told you outside of, like, the knowledge now that Vanilla Ice did a fucking rap song. Meant nothing to me. So, yeah, I had MTV, and that was part of the publicity. Uh, that might be it, too, is I really didn't have... I didn't watch MTV or VH1 or Fuse. Fuse is when I started watching music videos. Okay, I never had Fuse. I grew up on MTV, and especially on the summer, man, uh, that's all you do is kind of lay around the couch. Let's see, what, uh, when System of a Down was kind of getting their start, is when I started watching music videos. Okay. Before that, I didn't see any fucking music videos. Like, all I got were, like, references from, like, Muppet Babies where they're parodying something. Or Weird Al, ironically enough, is probably, like, my okay, strongest yeah. tie to the mid-90s. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, during summer break, it was either go to the pool, watch Nick Jr., watch MTV. Mm, mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of outgrew Nick Jr., although I still would watch a lot, because I had a younger sister. Yeah. And had to share the TV, you know, so. Same. Same, same. So I had to watch a lot of Full House. Ugh. See, I enjoyed Full House. <laughs> I watched that, and I enjoyed Saved, Saved by, the, by Bell. the Bell. Me and my yeah. sister would watch that together, too. That's another one. I, I couldn't get into it. No, See, I think no. I, I... Boy Meets World. I got into oh, Boy man, Meets I hated World, Boys but Meets I couldn't World. get into fucking anything. What? All right. All right. This is interesting. Hated it, yeah. What other show is like are like those that I would have been into? Because you and I, I think we share Pete and Pete. We like oh. Pete and Pete. Uh, are you afraid of the darks? Did you watch Step by Step? I enjoyed Step by Step. I like Step by Step than... a lot. 
Oh, Family Matters is what I it love was Family Matters. Family of Matters course. was my yeah, that was a great one. show. And mm-hmm. see, that that was the TGIF block. Boy Meets World was part of Step that by too. Step was on it too, right? Uh-huh. Sure yeah. was. I yeah, I, I yeah, I probably watched everything on that Friday night block of uh, Married with Children. Yes, when I could watch it. Yeah, yeah. So your parents uh, weren't into it. it. Okay, they weren't into it. No, but my parents chose like weird things. to So get were your into. parents anti Beavis and Butthead? No, uh, yes. Her, my they mom were, let me watch it. They she were anti Beavis and Butthead, and I remember Ren and Simpy really? being anti. And like me at like age seven, like came to my mom and I gave like a formal defense of like why I should be allowed to watch Ren and Simpy. Because, like, they were letting me watch The Simpsons, and I, like, brought up examples from The Simpsons, like, if I can handle this... Boy, that was a risky gamble. Wow. And it worked in my favor. Wow, okay. <laughs> my, uh, that was another one. My mom didn't care that I watched it, and I think she got a little enjoyment out of it, because that show had the uh, the super gross-out, yeah, like... realistic drawing and portions. And I, li- I like to, like, make her look at those. <laughs> and she would always act super grossed out, but I think that was just my mom being sweet and, like... Because I would uh-huh. laugh because like, oh, my grossed out mom. Ha, ha, ha. And, you know, it's just dumb. But that's a memory I have. And it's pretty sweet. Oh, that's great. But the Stimpy's awesome. <laughs> what the fuck were we talking uh, about? Until these they coaches? came back. Yeah, of course. I didn't even uh, watch that. We were talking about mid-90s music. Yeah, I know that. But why do we get on the shows? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know. What, what time were we at? We're about 20 minutes in. Man, there's a uh, there's a coup going on in Venezuela. You want to talk about that? What? You want to... I don't know if I know about this coup in Venezuela. Is <laughs> you this a real pre- thing? It is a real thing, but you want to pretend like we have any authority to speak on it and, and educate I mean, why not? All? We'd be just like any other news fucking... hey Boom. Suck it, 24-hour news cycle. I really don't want to talk You're about the that, the worst. Uh, I want to talk about the episode. Yes. I don't know why I said episode. Cause that's what... I want to talk about the game we're talking about yes. on this episode, mm-hmm. which is Captain Toad's, or is Na- it Toad? Toad. Captain Toad. <laughs> treasure. treasure. So he is the treasure tracker. I think I've been saying it, Captain Toad's treasure tracker. And that's why I've been saying it. Time. I think that's why it stuck Until on me. I actually started researching. I was like, oh, I'm fucking wrong. I've been wrong this entire time. So it is Captain Toad, who is the mm-hmm. title character we're playing as. Yes. And he is the treasure tracker. He is right? the treasure tracker. Mm-hmm. It's like Laura Croft colon Tomb Raider, Captain Toad colon treasure tracker. Okay. See, I, I was Bet reading you didn't it. know this was a soft reboot of Tomb Raider, did you? <laughs> it I, is. It and all makes so much great. sense. <laughs> it all makes so much sense. Especially when uh, you, you get the split cherry and then you got a nice rocking set of big titties. I was going to say the blue halter top, <laughs> the, the brown cut off shorts. Real sexualized Toad is in this uh, game. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. This was originally a Wii U game. It was, yeah. And then they ported it over to the Switch and added As some new levels. As they are doing with almost every Wii U game. Which is good. Turned no, out, nobody played Wii U games. Yeah. And they have this whole depth of games that they could easily transfer. Yeah. And, yeah, I think it's great. Yeah. Because I liked my Wii U, but I didn't play it that much either. Really did not play yeah. my Switch a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but this game came from there, but they added more levels. Yeah, negative like four stages. Yeah. Right, there are eighty-two stages and only four new ones. So it's it's really negligible if you've played the Wii U version. Okay. I think it's not an incentive to buy it again. No, unless you're like one of those uh, obsessive completionist types. There's no reason to. But I know a couple of those people now apparently. 
He's going to Micah? And Stephen Michael. Stephen Michael's an obsessive completist? He likes to complete game collections. Oh. I've known, I think. I mean, I right? could be wrong. That's the way I've established. I mean, have you seen his collection? Yes, and it's games. huge. Yes. But I guess it is kind of an obsessive collective thing. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I'd say obsessive. It's but collective. Sure. Yeah. And sure. it, it's like a defined, like, it's one of those, you got to have it. I, yeah. I, to a degree, I'm kind of that way with anything Final Fantasy VII related. It's, I mean, you kind of put it's anything true. down uh, with that around. I'm just like, oh, here's my card. Please, can I have that? Here, here's my card again. Run it on these three. <laughs> just let me have it. Is it is it obsessive? Or, to borrow f- from uh, Marie Kondo, does it bring you joy? It sure does. So, uh, what the fuck does it matter? Yeah. I don't think it's obsessive. It's just something that brings joy, and you need it in this life filled with 6.4 billion shitholes. Yeah. Speaking of, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker is just that for me. <laughs> <laughs> you just that segue. <laughs> you just. I think. I don't know. This game was your recommendation. It was. It was yeah. very glowing. Yeah. And you wanted me to play it. I did. Uh-huh. And then my switch broke. Uh, yeah, like almost immediately. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And so it took like six months for me to get that back. Uh-huh. And then for some reason, uh, it took me like another six months to actually play the game because things come up. As they do. But I recently tore through this entire game mm-hmm. and I have some thoughts. I would love to hear those thoughts. Guy. Okay. How many notes do you have? I mean, I've got notes, but do we have to talk about all this shit? No. Okay. This is like a just in case I need it. I gotcha. This is my, my fail safe. I wish I wouldn't have tried to cram this game into three days. Yes. I think this is a game much better served to small bite-sized segments, mm-hmm. and that's where it shines. I agree. Um, I think this is actually a fantastic game. This is such a well-made game. It's incredibly polished. Everything works perfectly. Um, it's very easy to understand. Mm-hmm. The It makes sense to you almost instantly. And it's one... It has, like... The ability to get better at it. Yeah. Because there's, there's the challenges that you can mm-hmm. do in each level. And it also is just... It, I don't know. You learn by playing it. What I, I know what I was trying to say. Easy to learn, hard to master. I... But even that is I not that hard. I wouldn't even say, yeah, it it's never not gets hard. really hard. Yeah, yeah that, that would be... I think you're dead on. I think it's accessible. More more than anything, I think the best word is it's accessible. I think I could give this to my mom and she would love it. I could give it to like a three-year-old, they would love it. It's just, it's nice and simple. It's something you can play with a family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially, like, kids could help and, like, point out things mm-hmm. and all of that. It's real quaint. Um, I'll, uh, before we even go further, just for those who are not initiated, because I don't think, again... I don't think this did well on the Wii U, and I wonder if people are picking up on the Switch. I think it might be an overlooked game. I know Drew at least played it, as he mentioned when I was streaming it earlier. I saw that. That Um, makes me happy that somebody is. But for those who are kind of uninitiated, this originally came from Super Mario 3D World. Uh, In that game, the Mario uh, that was on the Wii U with the four uh players and the the cat cat suits. suits. Yeah. There were cat suits. That's all you gotta say. Cat Cat suit Mario. Cat suits. Uh, that had a face-off with a giant Bowser in a cat suit. Fucking 10 out of 10 game. But there were maybe, I don't know, I want to say 8 to 10 Captain Toad levels. 
implemented very poorly. Um, the worlds were very, very large, and Toad moved so fucking slow in the 3D world, and they just weren't great. Um, they didn't really think of kind of the dimensions and how to use that 3D, and they were just like a little diversion. I didn't really care for them. I thought it kind of slowed down the pace of the game. But in this, I think they made the world smaller. They made them more impactful. Like with the yes. smaller amount of space, they cram more stuff into Absolutely. it. It's not just like empty walking around. Uh, and I think they use the 3D here in revolutionary ways. Like it's, it's a puzzle game. Yes. At its heart and soul. It's it a puzzle game. puzzle game. Yeah. And I noticed too, you know, compared to the ones in the Super Mario world, like, you are very rarely, if I can think ever, actually given an open field to really walk around in. You're generally pretty locked into a path Mm -hmm. with corners and, like, you're pretty hard-lined, so you're not going to wander around. There's Mm -hmm. a couple levels I can think of. There's an underwater level where you can kind of move, and there's some there, but for the most part, you're, you're coming up to turns and interactions with things. Yeah, yeah, there aren't big open spaces. This isn't a big open world game. It feels kind of like the video game equivalent of those like um, kind of wood puzzles where you yes. roll the ball down and you're just kind of rotating the world to get the ball where it needs to go. Yep. That's you, except you have some control over Toad. He can walk and then interact, and that is it, really. Like, there are more twists that they introduce, like you said, the cherries that split them up into two or three or four, Which, and then you do puzzles that way. At first, I thought it was going to be super confusing. Yeah. It implemented works. so perfectly, like, so yeah. easy to understand. Like, mm-hmm. kudos. Like, it's brilliant game design. Agreed. At its core, like, it's a fantastic little thing that even just... Everybody should play it because it's so easy to play. It is. I think the only issue is that it's Nintendo... And the game will forever be sixty dollars, forty, forty, because it still. came out at the discount price. Okay, <laughs> which and still it will forever be forty. Deal. Yeah. yeah, it's still a great deal. It could be cheaper. Go for it. A lot of times, what it did remind me of is like a cell phone puzzle game. Okay, Almost. that's interesting. Um, that's I. So, and that's where I feel it kind of cheapens. I'm I'm with you, and I'll I'll actually have probably some more negatives to throw in there too. But I will say it does feel kind of like a puzzle game, but more so it reminded me of the Mario versus Donkey Kong for the Game Boy, uh-huh. which was you trying to get like your guy to the end of the level. And it's just these short little bursts of like two to three minutes is all you're going to spend in a level. And this goes back to what you said, which is I can see why this didn't work on the Wii U, because I think this game kind of is best with the portability i think that's his best feature because yes we'll get into some of the negatives real soon but i think that's that's alleviated by the portability of it and again it's you're able to do it in like quick little short bursts like a cell phone game Mm -hmm. you can just run a couple levels yeah and And i I will say too i played this game within like two or three days like i tried to pace myself because i knew it was gonna end soon yeah and I just couldn't like it was like the next again, it's like three to four minutes and you're done. So it was easy to just go through it. I Here's, ripped through it. The one thing that I'm glad that I did is I looked up pretty early on what I would get if I went through and got every gym, ah. every challenge and all the stickers and all mm-hmm. the toad stickers. Yeah. And it was so worthless that yeah. I was like, well, thank God I 
And at that, because before that, I'd had real trouble because I was doing that with every level. And I was playing yeah. them like three or four times. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I did then that I was like, just to lengthen the game because it, I think oh, it is man. a pretty short game. It's you incredibly can tear short. Through it yes. Real quick. Um, I, I really didn't mind doing the three gems, the star, doing all that. I'm not going to go back and find the secret toad sticker. I did it a few I times, was... and I liked it. I liked that he was 8-bit, and all of his voices were 8-bit. I did it one time, and I was like, ah, I can't do this for yeah. 80 levels. What What I did do was that I like beat book one, mm, mm-hmm. and then I went back, and I did all the other shit that uh, came with it. okay. And that kind of made it better, and then I was like, well, what am I doing this for? And then I looked it up, and it's like you can put a crown on toad's head for replays yeah and not even toadette's head who is half this game which is hilarious because by so one what the fuck really so you get a crown that you can only use for half of the game afterwards as far as i understood it because it in the thing that i was mentioning it says you unlock a crown for toad to wear maybe 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 you have maybe they don't say for toadette because maybe that's a spoiler i don't know because I didn't know you were going to play as Todette, and I thought it was a, a really nice... I, all right, so... I thought the, it was... The basic structure is, princess is stolen, go find the princess. And then book one ends, book two starts, you're Todette, and they're like, go save Toad. Yeah. Now the girl gets to be a hero. And I was like, oh, that's a clever little twist. And I get... She, she handles the exact same way as Toad. Doesn't make any difference, but it's just like a nice little touch. I, I really enjoyed that. But maybe they think that Toadette's a uh, a, big, a secret. Maybe? I don't know. Man. Is it? Because I didn't know that. Is it? But it is. Is it a huge secret? Doesn't and matter. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker that anybody would care about. Like that's true. Is that that's like, true? That's is that true. the biggest? Like, is that the biggest secret in Toad Treasure Tracker? Yes. Okay. It is, because sure. there are no other secrets. Well, I don't know. There's the crown you can get. <laughs> you can get a crown, Ryan. Man, I don't know. Not worth it. Because uh, by the time you spend all that time yeah. doing all that shit, you're not going to want to play exactly. the game again, let alone with a crown. <laughs> that was one of those things that, like, is old school Nintendo. Yeah. Well, like, why? Who cares? Yep. yep. I'm not going to do it. Yep. Um, Let's get through some of your notes. Because, again, right. I'm... I'm like 90% positive on this game. My negative is like about 10%, maybe 85, 15, but it's not very bad. Yeah, I, I, yeah, well, we'll get to where I think this game is, but I'm not far off from you. I'm really not. Um, I think what this game does very, very well is because it is a puzzle game, every two or three levels, you're introduced to, like, a whole new concept. A new mechanic, yeah. Yeah, that kind of twists it up in, like, a very interesting way. So, like, you're going through it, you're using the camera to find places, and, like, the first time, like, I kind of got wowed by, like, a new mechanic was the one where you're touching the uh, different planes that then pop out in different directions. I was like, oh, that's a great mechanic, and they kind of keep doing these little things the minecart levels i thought were real fun and interesting um apparently there is co-op for this game yeah which is the second player just shoots turnips i a la uh was it mario galaxy oh yeah where you yeah, can yeah. shoot the star bits right it's the same mechanic and which is kind of disappointing jet set no what 
What is the what is the N sixty four game in space? Is it a rare game? Yeah, I think Jet something. Yo, fuck. Uh, mm-hmm. what's in the rare collection? Uh, Jet Star Heroes. Jet Force One. I believe. Am I crazy? I don't know if that's it. Look it up. <laughs> I'll look it up. Why don't you vamp for a minute? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I was just gonna vamp about the fact that that game, like halfway through, is when they you can do a two player mode. You get like some dumb robot that's fucking drone. An- another, but you have to play through like half the game. That's the Dragon's Crown. We were gonna fucking get together and play Dragon's oh, yeah, Crown yeah, yeah. and do four player online, but you have to play through the fucking game one yeah. time. And it was dumb. Ugh. We were all really mad about that. Yeah. Rah. Rah. Jet Force Gemini. Jet Force Gemini. That's I was, what it is. Didn't I wanted, even have to look it up. For I verification, go, here's my empty phone yeah, browser. I, I believe you. Jet I want. I kept saying Jet Force Radio or I, Jet Grind. Yeah. But yeah. Jet Force Gemini. What stupid just... They threw words at a board and the three that stuck were Jet Force and Gemini. Yeah. But uh, I never knew they even had a co-op mode. Yeah. It wasn't like advertised. And yeah, like I said, you're you're halfway through the game. And the worst part is that the second player co-op actually makes the game harder. Yeah. Oh, well, that makes sense because rare. Yeah. Because they did Battletoads, which two people make it harder. Yeah. Okay. So it makes it way harder. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, But Captain Toad. That's funny that you like that because honestly, and it's probably, I want to clarify now, did you play this with your Switch in your hands? I played it on the TV, actually. Really? Okay. I never played this portably i did it all on the tv because see i hated it because i was playing with my pro controller and i didn't like the touchy uh, things i did not have a pro controller yet so what were you i doing? played like it on my point? tv with the the joy cons oh. into like that thing they give you that little but you still had to like dock. point the controller at the tv to touch those right or did you move it with the right stick? Oh, with the right stick and yeah. it was just fine yeah it, both of them annoyed me i don't know it just <laughs> bothered me because uh, <laughs> it never seemed to work really as right as I wanted, and it, again, okay. I fully admit it could be user error. Um, I mean, it's tu- it's not like touch motion control, so yeah. it's going to be a little bit wonky. But I thought it worked better than like Skyward Sword or some of the other shit I played. It did work better with the Switch and the handheld when I could actually touch the screen. So you touch it, and that shoots the, the minecart levels. Or no, we're no, not no. talking about the minecart levels. I'm talking about the ones where you touch them and it oh, moves the Oh, the planes. Yes. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That, yeah. I didn't like that with the controller. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But here, and it's weird, there's the difference, because I played it in both ways. Mm-hmm. But on so a lot of times you come up to those pads with a gear on them, mm-hmm. and you got to rotate the right stick to move the gear. You can't do that on the touchscreen. You have to move your thumb over and like rotate on the screen. And it's so much harder. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, yeah, I didn't do that. It's not cool. And that's already kind of rough because I remember some of those where you have to wind that gear just quick enough before like a bird. Or yeah, exactly. And that's what sucks, man. And you've got like a very small window. I would fucking hate that. Yeah, it's not cool. All right. So that's interesting. So maybe some weird, weird shifts between the handheld and dock mode. Okay. I actually didn't know that. What you got to do is a reviewer, Ryan. I'm not a reviewer. I just I do know. a fucking podcast just, where I drink and talk about stuff. I'm just a dude. <laughs> <laughs> just a dude, man. I don't care. Uh, uh, but, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. But that would... Ugh. 
I just stick to the right thumbstick. I don't see why you would need to touch the fucking screen for that. And especially Ugh. when it has a right thumbstick, uh, I'm holding it. Why are you making mode. me? You don't need it. Yeah. Like if I want to, that's cool. If I'm a kid, why are you taking the option from me? Mm-hmm. That's what I didn't like. Yep. 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 Because I couldn't use the right thumbstick. Nintendo's got some kind of uh, learning to do when it comes to that. Because I also had issues in Mario Odyssey, which was my game of the year. I love Mario Odyssey when it came out. But doing the uh, hat spin sucked if you did not have the pro controller or the actual motion control where you can shake it real quick. Yeah. Actually trying to do it with the thumbstick and, and button combo was not fun. No, not a- easy. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I've, I've noticed some kind of disparities between handheld and dock. Um, what other notes do you have? Um... I've had a lot of stuff, so I'm just kind of reading through it. Yeah. Hey, a uh, question that is unrelated to Captain Toad Treasure Answer. Tracker. Um, Toad's mushroom cap. Where do you fall on it? Is it a hat or is it part of his head? Yes. So uh, apparently the uh, the cartoon the producer, says it's a hat. Yoshiaki Koizumi. Oh, fucking that was bad. Yoshiaki Koizumi says. Uh, that Nintendo has always had the stance since, like, the original NES game. It is part of him. It is not a And that's a the way I've always... Hat. That's the way that's I've always I seen it. Too. Even as a kid. Where is this... This is this is from the animated yeah. show? In the 90s. In the early 90s. Who's going to fucking use that? That's like saying, so like... So here's the thing. Bowser's, um... I, I want to say Bowser's not a dinosaur. Because no. I saw the movie and Dennis Hopper was a person. Here's the, It's because... The people saying it now were kids that grew up watching that Super Mario cartoon, and every fucking kid I know watched that goddamn Super Mario cartoon because it was a fucking Super Mario cartoon. It was garbage. Nobody will admit that, <laughs> but it was a fucking terrible cartoon. I didn't watch it. It fucked with the lore of Mario. I didn't watch it, it was until terribly just animated. recently, and that's where the the Mario Come Mario came me. from, right? Yeah, and the... Luigi Mario. Uh huh. I think so. It might have just been the movie. Was that the movie? The movie. I'm not sure. Too. Yeah. I'm so confused. But I did see that animated show, and it's not good. Come at me. Come at me, people who... Yeah. Yeah. I think that... I'll fight you. Captain Can you enjoy it? Fucking interesting. Captain NZ is also pretty garbage. It is. Like, animation-wise and just overall... Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. cheap. They're in a exactly. like quick buck. <laughs> and that, that's the way the Mario cartoon is. But it's held in this, like, holy grail status because it's a Mario cartoon. And it had Captain Lou Albano. I get it, man. But you, it's not hey, good. You want you want to really I can still get like people it. fucking ramped up. I like this Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon much better than the Mario cartoon. And Sonic. Here's the thing: you're not wrong. Character. The it's Sonic by Urkel. Yeah. This, well, and the Sonic cartoon is just better in general. It is. Yeah. I don't know, man. It doesn't uh, work. They had coherent twenty-minute stories instead of a bunch of segmented different parts pieced together, like the Mario cartoon. Yeah. All right, so we agree on that. So it's part of his um, body, yeah. The, it's not a hat. I guess really we can get into the negatives then, because I feel like we kind of talked about the positives. I think I'm, I really have touched on all my negatives. I want to know what you, you have. Yeah, I okay. mean, it's it's the short burst style. I played it along, yes. which is my I think fault. That's the way to go. The the touch screen stuff I don't really like. Okay, I mean, I wished it, which I didn't even know about. So that's yeah. really well, touch screen, or even with the controller, I was st- I still didn't like it. Uh, okay, um, and 
thought there was one more, but I can't remember what it was. Well, maybe you'll share this. Uh, the rep- repetitive bosses. And then Here's some the of the levels repeat, too. Some of the levels do. Like. I like the bosses. I love the bosses. Yeah. That said, that first dragon boss, I played through more than once to get yeah. everything I could. Oh, so I then see. when it shows up again, I the exact fucking same. Well, it's a different later, layout, though. It's uh, slightly different. Yeah, but I mean, there's the more mechanics involved. Concept, yeah. But here's the thing. I hated that one because I died cheaply on it. And that is maybe oh. my other big complaint with this game is that uh, you can just tear through lives on some stupid shit sometimes. Is there even... I don't remember. I've had a game been a over while. twice. There are Chasing lives. stuff, yeah. I never hit a game over. I did. Twice. Huh. But again, I, I was chasing dumb stuff and uh, I don't know. It okay. Was, it was my fault, mostly. It just lets you start again. I don't... Lives are so arbitrary in this game. Because again, it's for kids. They really are. They're gonna die. They're arbitrary. I don't think it Mario even kicked game. me out to like a start menu. I think it was just like, oh, you ran out of lives. Well, let's start you here again with seven this time, okay? And then, like Super Mario World, they also eventually give you that invincibility thing. Oh, know. yeah, the the uh huh, the cheat power up. Uh huh. Really? Uh, so you just don't take any damage? You don't take any damage, and uh, there's something else special I can do, I think. But this is a Nintendo mechanic that I don't know if I appreciate. I don't. I get uh, where they're this coming popped from. Up in the Donkey Kongs, this is popped up in oh, in, in Tropical Freeze. I don't know about Tropical Freeze, but that first one on the Wii, that Donkey Kong Country Country Returns. Oh, okay, there was like uh, a after a certain amount of times dying, you would start with invincibility. I don't remember what it was, but huh. it was like a cheat mode they would offer you or something. Yeah, they offer it. You don't have to. Pick you don't it have up. to take it. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, do it's, you have to take it with Toad? No. It's, it's like a thing. It's I you still just don't walk like over that. it. I, just, I don't. Either. I don't like giving that option because they, especially with like Toad or these Mario games, it's like you can learn. Yeah. It is not hard. Do like just learn. Especially when like the game over concept Again, does nothing really. And the only reason I got game overs is because I was trying to get like super annoying gems or yes, yeah, and they were over like some dumb lava pit or things like that. And mm-hmm. I just I'd burn through lives. And okay, it, it was my own fault, and that's not something a kid's gonna do. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, they might. Maybe, maybe they will. I don't know. I don't know. Kids, kids are dumb. Play games. They're yeah. dumb. <laughs> They're just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what are, what are the negatives you got? I mean, that was really it. Okay. Um, I really I don't have many negatives to say. Uh, I also uh, the length the length it is a little short. There's 82 levels, but it goes by so fucking quick. I think they could have they could have had 20 to 30 more levels, and it would have been fine. Maybe I was not on the other end of the. I was ready for it to be over. Were you? Yeah, I was. I was, just, I was not again, when it ended. I. I I plowed through it, and there is so little variation in the level because everything is a four by four box to well, a degree. The, yeah, yeah, and so like like you said, there's not a lot of space, but they jam a lot of stuff in there. It's the mechanics, and, and the eventually, scenery. like there's so much jammed on there. Even and it's just it's all the same thing to a degree, and I was just like over it. I want to be again. I, I did it to myself. You are also talking to somebody who loves the Dynasty Warriors game. That's true too, and just bought the new one for the Switch. <laughs> This is also, you are also talking to the guy that platinumed Final Fantasy 15 and Final Fantasy 13. 15 I could understand. I don't agree with, I understand. I still don't know how you push through with 13. 
I told you it was like a seven <laughs> or eight year endeavor. Ugh. It might have been longer. Jesus, man. I've been playing that game for a long time to get through that. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it, it, here's the thing. I never felt bad doing it. And if I would have, I wouldn't have done it. I was just like, oh, you know what? I'll work on that for a little bit. I felt bad the entire time I played Final Fantasy XIII, but I kept pushing myself because it's like, it's, it's so gonna weird. get better. It's so weird. I don't know why I like it, because it is universally hated. People despise thirteen. Like, it is the... I think some of the complaints are just stupid man-baby shit. Like, I think so oh, too. it's linear, it's just a corridor simulator until you get to chapter 8, and then it opens up. Heads up, retards, they're all linear. Fucking care? Yeah, they are. They They've just, always been. They don't always fucking shove your face in it like 13 does. Yeah, but. my issue is... I, the story's a fucking bunch of garbly gook, like, false sea, la sea, the sea. CF? It's way too fucking close. It's hard to keep track of that. And yep. the characters it's, are it's fucking way too obnoxious cluttered. at times. I think some are great. I love snow. And I, I love snow? lightning. I love lightning. Hate hope. Yeah. Hate vanilla. Do not like them. And I think, who's the, the guy with the cocoa bow in his hair? Oh, Saz. Wasted. Yeah. Just he's a nothing character. Uh, Fang's nothing. I wanted more from Fang, but she's Fang nothing is, to me. Fang, Fang is your top tier. Your your best party at the end of the game is Lightning, Hope, and Fang. I use her a lot, but I didn't like her character. Fang know? is your best. She's going to give you your most damage mm -hmm. physical. Oh, I use her a lot. Yeah. Hope's going to give you your most magical damage, mm -hmm. and Lightning is your absolute perfect all around. So, yeah, play with those fucking people a lot. Grind about that bullshit. It's fine. I know. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I got nothing else to say about Toad, man, really. It, it's, yeah, it's I sad. With you. It's a great game, but it's also incredibly forgettable. Oh, I don't think it's forgettable. I think the boss levels are rememberable. Rememberable? Memorable. There we go. <laughs> Thanks for the backup there. No problem, buddy. Co-Emperor. You're welcome, Co-Emperor. Uh, I really, I love the bird stages more than the... I like the bird stages too. Yeah. I was kind of just taken back by the uh, that dragon, the volcano, because of the rising thing, and I, the there is like the little detail that when he ends and you fall down and then you land back on his head and then you can walk on his head floating in the lava. Yeah, that sold me. Like at that point, I was like, "What a dumb fucking little detail!" But I I love yeah. that they did that. And his little eyes sort of track yes. you too. He's like, "Oh, what it's are you great." Doing? I I loved it. I like the I second time eight times when you write him later <laughs> and you're like blasting through all the shit. It's dumb, but it's fun, and a kid yeah. would love that. It's it's simple. It's it's cute. You're not it's gonna quaint. die. Yeah, yeah. It's not hard. It's not challenging. But it's just it's it's a nice little break from every fucking thing else. Because guess what? This is the one thing I'll say about Toad. There's nothing else like it that came out last year. Nope. And that's kind of nice, and, and I enjoy that. If you like puzzle games, you will like Toad. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. It, it's a great puzzle game. Mm -hmm. I, I took pride in not needing a walkthrough for actually beating the levels. Mm -hmm. I did use one to like sometimes find like the hidden golden mushroom or shit like uh, that okay. on replays. But mm -hmm. I, I, again, once I stopped doing that, I didn't use the walkthrough again until I beat it. So, so very nice. Uh, I guess thanks for recommending this. Thanks for letting me borrow it too. I also no played your copy of it. <laughs> I'm uh, glad you enjoyed it. I was not expecting you to be at my level because I think this just hit me. I'm kind of in a place mindset-wise with gaming nowadays where it's all just fucking blending together. It's just a bunch of big fucking open world shit. 
and it's all so like of the same yeah. tone. And I just except for Anthem. Hopefully, Hype hopefully, but like Anthem to me looks fun. That said, it doesn't really look that much different from Borderlands or Destiny uh-huh. or anything else. And again, Toad is just something different. They took that 3D idea and they really pushed it creatively. Yep. And I appreciate and love that shit. What would you rate Toad? I don't have a scale here. Okay. <sighs> Let me use this. Fuck it. Out of ten fungus nope. among us. Nope. <laughs> out of three <laughs> purple jewels that you would get in a Captain Toad level. Okay. Three being the highest. Yeah. What would you rate Captain Toad Treasure Tracker? So this is really hard because it's either one, good zero, one, two, or three. It's either good, okay, or terrible. Honestly, it it wouldn't even matter what uh rate rating you asked me. This is a three out of three for yeah. me. I, I love this game. I think it's a gem of a perfect little puzzle game. It's light, it's not hard, it's accessible, it's easy for anybody to get into. And it's just, like I said, something refreshing from this modern state of gaming. I love it. Three out of three. Nice. Easily. What about you, sir? My complaints, while I had many, are incredibly middling. I also give this three out of three. If I was giving it an English grade scale, I'd say maybe like a B plus. Okay. It's still pretty fucking great. It's a pretty yeah. good game. Um, Yeah, I got... You got my negatives. They're they're small. You can get through them. This game will take you a weekend. Yeah. And if you have kids, if you have kids, man, you should already have this because they will love it. Yes. And you can play it with them Mm -hmm. and everybody will be happy and ta-da. Toad is an incredibly fucking cute character. Mm -hmm. Every time you start a level and he goes, ready for adventure. Uh, that gets old after 80 times in a row. It doesn't. But the first 30, you're still <laughs> like, all right, it's pretty cute, Toad. Tell you what, Laura hates the Toad like, Yeah. I love it, and I love that Toad's treasure tracker did it the entire all the time. way through. Yeah. She hated the weekend I played this game, and it, right. it boosted up in my book even more. Ready for adventure. He's such a fucking, Let's go. fucking dork, Toad. God damn it. But I love you, man. Great. <laughs> also, shout out to Dave as Toad420 Blaze It. Oh, yeah, that's right. Gotta sneak um, that in. Really solid middle of the pack driver. Uh-huh. I mean, he's no Ben Carruth or Micah. No. But he solid does, driver. He does pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm, I got bumped back to that class this last year. I was back in the middle pack. I think I might be even lower. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were last pack. I think pack. I'm out of a. <laughs> I think you were last pack. Okay. <laughs> uh, looking forward to that. We got that in a couple months. So, uh-huh. and some else axe going? throwing too this time. Apparently. Which will be the second time I will throw axes in the fucking month now. Oh, because I've I will never be going thrown... to a birthday party at the beginning of February doing the same thing. Okay. Well, you're going to come in as, uh, as like the I'm ringer. I'm going to retain any fucking skill. Uh uh-uh. uh. I have no sports spirit in me. I'm fucking... here's, the, here's the trick get super drunk there, and then it'll become muscle memory. Oh, shit. You're and then right. you get super drunk at the go kart place, <laughs> and you just fucking slaughter him. Uh, then it becomes a serial killing spree. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> hey, Micah, catch this with your face. Conk. Dirty cheater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. Why are Ryan. we not combining the go-karts and axe throwing in one? Who says we aren't? Uh, that's a real Mario Kart experience. Buddy, I love you. I'm glad we did this, as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for listening, listeners. Man, I did Absolutely. have something I wanted to plug. Uh... The fucking cards. Yes. Right? Yes. That's right. So 
if you haven't heard by now, if you didn't see our Facebook post, Ryan and I, and probably mostly, I guess, Sound Engineer Andrew's probably sending one to everybody. One. One uh, in a batch. He did yeah. one, and that's probably it. If you somehow haven't got onto it yet, go to our Facebook. We have uh-huh. a post where if you want to receive a letter in the actual physical mail from us, we're writing some some little notes to everybody. And we're actually kind of really excited about this because mm-hmm. there was actually a pretty good response, way better than I expected. Some people I didn't think would ask were asking. Yeah, which and is interesting. there were a couple of people that have never interacted before, and yeah. so awesome. We love that, and we are totally into doing that, and we're writing them now. Wink, wink. <laughs> and <laughs> so, if you want to get in on it, there's still time, is what I'm trying to say. Yes, just come to our Facebook and send us a thing that. You know, hey, I want to be in on this, and we'll reach out to you and ask you to send us your address, Mm -hmm. and then boom, you're you're in the rotation. Uh, It's not going to be a regular thing, except for other people, announcement upcoming, stay tuned. Uh Uh, That's all I got to say. I'm going to end it there. Did you, you didn't want to give them a hint about the grandness of your your notes? Oh, I should, I should. You should give it a little hint. I don't know how much to reveal, but a little hint. Once I do it, I'm committed. I think you should commit. I think this is a great idea. Okay. And also, I want to see this dumb story. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be dumb. <laughs> so I guess my thing that I'm going to try to do is write a short story that encompasses all of my notes that I send out. And then if everybody comes together, they can have the whole story. I don't know if it's going to work or not yet. Who the fuck knows? Fuck it. But I'm committed now, so it's happening. And I've got to start writing a short story. <laughs> nice. I will not be doing any of this. I'm no. just going to give you a bunch of nihilist quotes. Or doodles. People really want doodles, and you're the doodle guy, man. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's kind of what you got to do. I'll give you doodles. I'm just going to draw a bunch of realistic cocks. <sighs> I mean, we didn't say we wouldn't do that. <laughs> just real veiny bastards. So that's like shading and yeah, everything. Very detailed. Yeah. Like, like every it, little dick hair. It's almost like it's jumping there. out at you. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Get this thing out of my face. It's too real. all right we're gonna stop now um but comment now if you want ryan and he will draw you your favorite anime waifu i will not do this he will do it i'm not gonna put any effort into learning waifu fuck out of here bye guys i'm kyle (laughs) i'm ryan (laughs) later